Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao Some sharks waiting for me. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Val Cisco over here at Sideshow Conversations. Today, we're going to be doing something fun. We're going to be giving you a new segment called At the Movies. We're going to be talking specifically about things on the silver screen that are in the movies or have been out in the movies lately. And this is not going to take away the segment of Nothing to Watch that's still around. That's going to be geared to more TV specials, streaming services, and things of that nature. Little tidbits like that. But this is strictly for the theaters. And for this debut episode of At the Movies, we got to go big. We got to go bad. We got to go vicious. We got to go the Meg. Yes, guys, this weekend that opened up, uh, August 10th to be exact, The Meg came to theaters. The Jason Statham thriller. Uh, The Meg is a 2018 science fiction horror thriller. Say that five times fast. Um, And of course, um, it's been highly touted as the new Jaws of the Century or Jurassic Park meets Jaws, you know, had high expectations at the theaters. And you know what? We're going to hear my thoughts about this movie Um, directed by John Turtlebaum. And I probably botched his name and I apologize, people. Um, of course, uh, starring Jason Statham. Um, we're getting Ruby Rose, Winston Chow, 
Cliff Curtis and a couple of other people as well too. Um, it's a pretty decent cast. Hell, it's a mixed match of people from The Fear of the Walking Dead and a couple of movies. You're like, yeah, I remember that guy as well too with Jason Statham. Ruby Rose, the next Batwoman, so that's going to be awesome on the CW channel, but uh, she really did not um, have any chops in this movie whatsoever. She was delegated as like the smart scientist that had quick little quotes to give you throughout the movie, but it wasn't significant whatsoever. That kind of sucks because she's a great actress. Um, yeah, a uh, little history on this. Disney originally purchased this film um, back in the early 1990s, but after several years of development hell, the rights landed to Warner Brothers. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, much of the cast did join up on September 16th. They f started beginning film process following um, a, a month-long struggle in New Zealand and ended up all the way in China by the Sanya Bay in January 2017. It's an American-Chinese co-production film. Meg was released both in China and the United States on August 10, 2018 in Real 3D, um, Dolby Cinema, IMAX, IMAX 3D, and etc., 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 grossed over $146 million worldwide received mixed reviews from critics, with some of them describing it as entertaining, but a B-movie. And some saying it's neither good nor bad, it's just fun. Let's, let's see what I have to say about this. Um, first of all, to be honest, and spoiler alert for everybody out there, spoilers, because I'm going to be talking heavily on spoilers. So if you don't want to listen to this, please go with a 5, 4, 3, 2, and a 1. This movie blows, in my opinion. I'm going to say that right now. I'm going to throw my little New York accent right there and just say that this movie is not the Jaws of the century. Definitely isn't Jurassic Park and Jaws together. This is if Jaws ate a... Uh, uh, I want to say a scuba diver and shit it out the rubber scuba scuba suit. That's what this movie is. Although it's a beautiful movie and there are some scenes that did make me laugh, to call this a horror thriller film is a slap in the face to all horror movies out there. First of all, the exposition in this movie takes way too damn long. We try to do character development, and I'm a fan of character development. I love it. Can't get enough of it. But if you're giving me character tropes of, you guys shouldn't be doing this. Why are we doing this? Well, we're scientists. We're going to be doing it. I've seen it. I know how it ends. The only interesting part about this movie is Jason's character. You know, uh, him being a, a rescue diver, Jonas Taylor. You know, saving a bunch of scuba steves inside the submarine that was exploding and him making the hard decisions to save people and leave people behind. That is interesting. But we don't really revisit that that much. You know, the, the heartbreak that that is to leave people behind and make the hard decisions should be terrifying. should put you in a psychosis. And sometimes in this movie we get to see... You know, him battling that maybe once or twice, but that should be a main arc for him to overcome. And we don't really get that in this movie whatsoever. The other characters, you know, they're just disposable characters. 
Like, for, for the most part, when they first go down there and they get smacked up by the Meg, or at least Meg Jr., because there's two Megs in this movie, you know, Meg Jr. goes ahead and smacks up the... You know, the, the submarine, and they, they get on the ocean floor, and, you know, Jason Statham has to rescue them. You know, it's a trope for all these movies. Like, people get stuck, people need to be saved. I get that. And then, of course, one person that you probably do like at the beginning of the movie dies. Um, this case, it was Toshi, you know, um, played by a man from Heroes. Yahoo! You know, he gets eaten, and I feel bad about his character completely. You know, he was a fun character, and I was looking forward to seeing him, you know, be, have that lightheartedness in this film. Little did I know that everybody tried to make this as lighthearted as possible. Let me talk about the killing in this movie. The blood is not there, man. The only kind of blood you're going to get is from the chum buckets that are being dumped in the water. That's the only kind of blood you're really getting in this movie. You get maybe an arm here, you get a leg there, but it's not a bloody movie whatsoever. You know... Hell, Jaws, you know, at at the time as well, too, in the 70s, looking at the 70s, that was a bloody movie, you know, looking at this right now, Deep Blue Sea was a fucking bloody movie, you know, Samuel L. Jackson getting torn up by that CGI shark was crazy, this right here, the horror aspect was not there, I did not feel scared for any of these characters whatsoever, this movie relies on cheap bumps, Cheap little knocking terrors where you're just waiting for that that one little bump in the night to scare you. And they do it at least every other, I want to say every 10 minutes in the movie. Ooh, there's a bump scare there. Oh, he, got, he fell in the water. What's going to happen? What's coming toward them? Oh, it's a little fish. Ah, there goes the Meg. You know, it, it just bothered me. This should not be called a horror movie of hell. This is a comedy, if anything. Another thing. Let's talk about the Megs itself. You know, the original Jaws trailer, even the the poster for Jaws, the shock is, I want to say, exaggerated in that poster. Okay, when you look at the poster, it looks like the shark could eat a boat. And I understand that. It wasn't like that in the movie. It was just like a giant, great white shark that was killing people. Still worked. It's alright. It was the 70s. No one was expecting that whatsoever. It did the job. It did the job. This movie, it's a freaking megalodon. You know, the cream of the crop when it comes to the sharks out there. You know, the voodoo killer of the sea that made, you know, dinosaurs, you know, squirm every time it came by. This guy was eating killer whales for breakfast. And although we do get a killer whale scene in this, or a humpback whale scene in this game, Devoured, it's not nearly what we're thinking of. I think with the CGI, like I said, it's a beautiful movie. Awesome. Great A with certain effects. But I think they have a hard time trying to figure out, number one, the size of the shock. You know, Meg Jr. looks pretty big, but at the same time, I think they have problems on how big it is. In the first place, you're looking at it eating a dry and squid in the beginning of the movie. Then you see it, you know, going to the top of the ocean and making holes in the aquarium that they got looking like Deep Blue Sea. Very much reminiscent of Deep Blue Sea. They take a lot of the elements there. It's, it's just, I don't know. I, don't, don't try to terrorize a classic. Yeah, yeah. Deepest bluest, my hands like a shark's fin. That's a classic right there, L.O. Cool um, But, I don't know, it's just the size of the Meg, well, at least Meg number one. 
you know, the Proto Meg. I felt like it, at one point it looked pretty big. One point it looked gigantic, like the poster. And the next point when they, you know, trying to chase it down with a freaking yacht, it looks almost, it looks smaller than the yacht. So this dude who's chomping down killer whales, you know, and humpback whales is no bigger than a yacht? No, 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 no. You're messing with the CGI there. I'm not liking that whatsoever. So right then and there, I'm giving you a C. I'm doing this from an A, a to D ranking right here. You're getting a C, a minus C right there because you don't know what the fuck you're doing with the CGI with the damn Meg. We get Meg number two coming out, and when he first comes out, he looks ginormous. Fantastic. I want to see that. Not nearly as big as the trailer, and not nearly as big as what we see on the poster, but still pretty enormous. Here's my problem with this. You have the opportunity right here to do a Jaws on steroids, like you're saying, like a Jurassic Park of the ocean. But if you're messing up the CGI, like, shouldn't you just made it gigantic beyond belief, like the size of a freaking, I don't know, uh, a submarine? Just like crazy big and just go from there, use that model? The fact, I mean, I'm no specialist. I'm no engineer when it comes to making these special effects. But the same token, though, if you're going to mess with the size of the shock, might as well make it one size and call it a day and make it like a Megalodon should be. So I just I wasn't scared of this creature whatsoever. It did not make me like, oh, my God, it's going to come get me. And you think, oh, you know, Val, it's a CGI movie. You, know, you got to put yourself in it. Got to have fun. Not me. Looking at this movie over here. I don't know. I was scared of Deep Blue Sea. There's some parts in Deep Blue Sea that are fantastic. This right here, I didn't care. I didn't care about the characters dying whatsoever. I was waiting for them to die. I was like, you, 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 please die, die, die. You know, I'm going to be sadomasochistic in this movie. Let all of them die. You know, I don't know. I just, it wasn't feeling for me. The set piece is though great. You know, that the China piece right now, the setting in China, beautiful. That, that, that San Yao um, Bay beach scene fantastic and this movie like i said co-produced by um productions in J japan um china and um united states as well too fantastic like this movie was uh, the demographic was that chinese audience and that asian marketplace is booming when it comes to like these super you know fantastic crazy action thrillers you know they love it transformers you know things of that nature you know, so, of course, this is directed to that audience. And that's cool. I love the diversity, you know. You give me some diversity in your films, right on the money. Um, so that was a cool thing to see. But, again, once again, when the shark came to the um, to the beach, I felt, I just didn't feel threatened whatsoever. Um, there's a part where the, the Megalodon number two comes to the beach. And if you ever seen Piranha or the remake of Piranha, you know, it, it, it's just like that kind of slapstick comedy with the shark. You know, people flying in the air, people in like little balls, you know, little hamster balls in the water running away from the shark. I didn't care for that whatsoever. I should, if I see a megalodon come down the water, I'm going to be running from, I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm going to shit myself and die. That's it. I'm going to shit myself and die. Shark's not going to even eat me. That's how bad it's going to be, you know. So I didn't feel that threatened in this movie whatsoever. So it's a mixed bag of emotions for me. It's the CGI, the shark, the, the convoluted storyline. The science did not make sense. You know, I guess somewhere it could make sense, but just it was very convoluted. And it was just tiring. Very tiring. You know, beginning of the film right there, with the exposition, you're about a half an hour in, 
looking at the lore that they're trying to create, and then you finally get Meg, and it's just like, I don't care for it whatsoever. And then, you know, I here's my biggest problem. I hate films where it's one guy that saves the world. You know, John Cusack, 2012. You know, um, Will Smith, I Am Legend. Um, um, and people don't crucify me for that. I know he does an excellent performance. It's just I don't care for it whatsoever. Um, of course, right here with Jason Statham, saving the world once again. You know, all those, like, movies where, you know, you know that one person could rise against the apocalypse and save it all. The only fucking movie that can do that is End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he calls the devil a choir boy, okay? Now, that's a movie right there. Anyways, guys, it has predictable action, predictable scenes, a will-they-won't-they they romance with Jason Statham's character. Um... You know, the daughter, she's pretty fun in the movie. She's, like, the, the best part to me, making little wise-ass cracking jokes, calling the guy, calling Jason Statham crazy. So, that's cool. Other than that, it's a hard, like, minus C for me. I won't give it a D, because I think people should go out there and see for themselves how they feel about this movie. I mean, you know, $146 million, that's saying something, but then again, people pay millions of dollars each year to watch a Transformer movie, so, I don't know. Not my cup of tea, not the jaws of the century. It's not opening wide in my opinion, okay? Um, anyway, guys, that's really my review right there. I wish I could give it a better review in my opinion. It's just there was nothing in the movie that I saw that captivated me. Um, I didn't get scared. I didn't get thrilled. I chuckled a couple of times, but at the end of the day, I could toss this film in the garbage and call it a day. Anyway, guys, if you don't agree with me, please let me know. Sideshow Conversations on Anchor, on Spotify, and iTunes. Leave a review, leave a remark, a comment. Let me know how we're doing over here. Um, Sideshow Conversations on Facebook, where you can engage and talks about the Meg. Also on Instagram, as well, too. Talk about the Meg there. Talk about my review on the Meg. <laughs> talk about my, my New York accent, if you want. Um, and, of course, if you want to reach me at Val Cisco on the Twitter at Val Cisco, and of course on the Instagram at the Val Cisco as well too. Come find me. Talk to me about this damn movie. Let me know what you liked about it. If it was a popcorn thriller for you, cool. But you know what? Things like Skyscraper and Mission Impossible Fallout, those movies right there were popcorn movies for me, okay? I could go watch Rampage about 45 times and have... You know what? I could watch fucking Sharknado, all six of them, and be happy, okay? I, you know... It, if you're going to go campy, go campy. If you're going to go serious, go serious. Don't go all together. Jason, you're better than this. Stick to the Fast and the Furious franchise. Do something else. Have fun. Make Crank 3 or 4. You know, anything but the Meg again. I don't ever want to see you trying to take down a 75-foot shock, okay? Anyway, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I'm out of here. I'm about to just bust down a nice little Dos Equis and call it a day. You guys stay real.